Prologue. Present Day. Ben Foster drove the 50s era Mercury slowly across the Edgewood Street intersection and into Ravenhill Court. He turned into the driveway of the second house on the right and stopped. Turning off the engine, he took a few moments to look out at the old neighborhood. There were nine houses on the dead-end cul-de-sac, nestled into the grassy California foothills. They had once been comfortable, middle-class homes. They were now fifty years old and long abandoned. Lawns were overgrown and yellowed. Some of the doors stood open. A curtain fluttered through an open window. A rain gutter had pulled away from an eave. A screen door, bent and torn, slapped against its jam in the slight breeze. He opened the door and climbed out of the car. The quiet felt heavy. There was the sound of the breeze brushing past his ears, and the sound of the screen door across the street, and nothing else. No other sounds at all. Not from the other houses, not from the surrounding hills, and no sound reached into Ravenhill Court from the outside. It was as if this street and its collection of houses were all that existed. There was no outside world. Ben Foster, middle-aged, hair slightly graying, a job in the city, hadn't been in Ravenhill in forty years or more. He wasn't sure why, but for some strange reason he wasn't able to pin down exactly when he had left. And it hadn't just been him. Everyone had left. He turned his attention back to the trunk of the car. Reaching in, he brought out a large, leather-bound book. With the journal in hand, he walked down to the sidewalk and stood at the curb. Another strange sensation, as if the past was reaching out across the years and touching him on the shoulder. He looked at the house across the street, at Peter's house. Mrs. Murray called out to him, a distant, faraway voice. Ben? Ben, where's Peter? Ben Foster sat down on the curb and rested the journal in his lap. He rubbed his hand across the leather cover. He heard a child's voice then, his voice. Hey, Mrs. Murray, you had to stay after. Peter had to stay after. Ben's skin felt as though he had walked into a spider's web. He fought the urge to wipe his face. He looked down at the journal, stirred up the courage, and finally opened it. The pages were yellowed. On the first page was written, The Raven Hill Journals. The words had been carefully written, as if the young author had been very serious about what he was starting. There was something fateful about those three words. But then, that had been Peter. Ben turned the page. There was a drawing of Ravenhill Court, an overhead view showing the nine homes, each home labeled with the name of the family living there. Surrounding the neighborhood, locations had been precisely labeled. Blue Clay Ravine, Ravenhill Ridge, Nike Base, Pirate's Cove, and others. On the next page were hand-drawn images of young people, their names written beneath them. Ben laid a hand gently on the drawings. Peter, Julie, Louis, and Ben. He had been about thirteen at the time. He hadn't realized how good an artist Peter had been. The next few pages held drawings of others from the neighborhood. Professor Lamoth, Mrs. Murray, Ben's mom and dad, Danny Bigelow, 
the Margolis brothers, Tony and Mike. Charlene. Each drawing was painstakingly labeled. There were drawings then of some of the places where it had all taken place, images that brought the memories flooding back, memories of events that he hadn't so much forgotten, but that no longer seemed real. They were of a very different place and time. He saw the gnarled tree, a creek disappearing beneath overhanging brush, a cliff with a narrow ledge two-thirds of the way up, and there were the great metal doors set into a hillside. Ben Foster turned the page again.